Alright y'all, welcome back to yet another exciting episode of the Creative Talks Podcast. I go by Cam, Chef Cam Williams, and we got the man himself. Just DC. Y'all heard it. Just mm-hmm. So um today is kinda like a update uh slash recap, you know, some recent events for both of ourselves, big changes going on. Big changes have been going on since the last episode. So that's why we yeah. kind of took a break, get some things in order. And um, yeah, DC, what's been going on on your end of the spectrum? Man, great things, great things. I uh, Well, I was working on an album, which we've talked about before, Love is Enough. Oh, I yeah. finished uh, half of it and decided not to release it just yet. Mm. Um, but that will be coming out. Really, I'm thinking at the top of next year, around Valentine's Day. Mm. But uh, I was working on the album, so then I put a pause to the album because fortunately I was getting, I am, and started to get a lot of uh, live show gigs, playing with other people and just getting out into the live scene more, going to a lot more jam sessions and stuff like that. So. Mm-hmm. I've been in my live, my live bag lately, which is good because, uh, and that's how we make our money. You know what I'm saying? So, just yeah. kind of been doing that, stacking up, and uh, getting some some live experience in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it's good things, man. Um, but that's pretty much all I've been on now. Right now, I'm finally starting to get back into the studio. Man, I like it. I like it a lot. Yeah, what's been going on your way? Um, who a lot. Um, I don't even know where to start. Well, I'll start here. Well, came out to visit you, you know, got a taste mm-hmm. of the Chicago music scene, um, in more detail. Cause when I was living there, I wasn't really a part of the music scene like that. So, you know, joined you on a few jams, got to see a few, uh, cool venues, you know, shake a few hands, kiss a few babies, you know what I'm saying? And, uh, I don't know, man. Since I've been back, it's been like a roller coaster ride. Uh-huh. Getting to like a ton of detail, but change living location, so that's good. Yeah. Um, and you know, doing more shows. I've been missing the live music, not live music, the studio aspect. I haven't been able to get into studio the- life. Yeah, and it's been bothering me a lot as far as like, um, recording recording wise i've been doing mm-hmm. you know, social media content like reels and whatnot all that goofy stuff just mm-hmm. presence up but as far as getting to the meat and potatoes of what i'm really wanting to do i ain't been able to do that but i do have a project coming out very soon actually mm-hmm. um when this probably airs this will probably air friday and the project will be out so anyone listening It'll be up already. Go get the 28th, it. 28th. April 28th. Yeah. 28th. In between time. Kind of like a sequel to In the Meantime, which I did a few years ago. Mm-hmm. Nice. And it's going to be like four songs, right? Or was it five songs? That's five. Five songs. Yeah, a little EP for y'all. Nice. A little EP. Yeah, we all need to grab that immediately. Yes. Please do. Nice. Very good. Yeah. I don't know when I'm going to release something this year. Hopefully I, hopefully I do. I'm thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and 
I know I have stuff too that I could release, but um, hmm, I don't know. I'm just playing it by ear right now. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I definitely will be doing some of my own shows this year. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited for that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, and and then now I'm finally after doing all this live stuff, I'm finding and making friends. You know what I'm saying that I feel comfortable with sharing my music with and letting them put their sauce on it. You know what I'm saying? So the live shows is going to be crazy this year. Oh, for sure. I can't wait to get yeah. to that aspect myself. Not exactly sure when it's going to happen, but you know, when it does, oh man, I'm ready. I'm ready. That's all I could say. Yeah. I'm ready. And the whole music, like the whole, that's the whole thing though. Like one thing that we can definitely talk about is just like the, the different aspects of working in this industry or this mm-hmm. business mm-hmm. is like these are all the different aspects like you can't really uh, very few people can just afford to stay in one lane and just be say like I'm only going to record music and that's it that's all you know what I'm saying you got to be able to do the live stuff you, you are we're constantly moving around mm-hmm. which sometimes takes a break from our personal like endeavors that we want to do but at the same time, it's, it's like we said, it's how you make your bread. Oh, yeah, most definitely, man. And um, speaking of live music, I'm, I'm noticing like a resurgence <clears throat> in live music. Like that culture is coming back again, you know. And I'm just really glad that it is because it, it hits different. It just hits different where you get to see people actually, you know, their creative, how can I say this? Their creativity is coming to life, like right before your eyes. Like you can hear it on a track, but it's different to see someone pick up them sticks and move or pick up that bass and strum and see it all just come together like that. It, it becomes alive, which is why I think they call it live. Yeah. And you're catching all the, you're catching all of the frequencies that are really there where, when you record it, even if you put it on wax on vinyl, it's still compressed. But when mm-hmm. you're there live, especially of course with acoustic instruments, if you hear somebody playing an actual acoustic piano or acoustic guitar or something like that, mm-hmm. there's no uh like a filter between your ears and what you're hearing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, like you said, I, th- I think it's cool that people are starting to want to do uh, or not do people have always wanted to do live shows, but the audience or the the consumer is like really putting putting their money towards live shows, which is dope. Oh yeah, and people people really want that because um, the other night <clears throat> where I live at, it's not too far from the Hollywood Bowl. Like I could walk there if I wanted to, but the other night. Sunday? Yeah, Sunday. They There was some event there that was going on, and man, this p- place was like packed front to back. Like, the whole area was packed. And wow. um, I seen, I just happened to be looking on uh, Instagram and seeing Dan's reel, Dan from Jam Nation. Shout out. I was looking at one of his reels and, like, the Hollywood Bowl was packed, packed, packed. Like, it was overflowing. The bowl was mm. overflowing with people. Your cup runneth over. The cup was runneth over and spilled out in the streets. It was everywhere. Um, 
was just a lot of <laughs> a lot of people, man. I was like, dang. So I still got to figure out what that was and what was going on. I know pretty soon they're going to be doing uh, one cool thing. I think they've always done, but, you know, I'm just now becoming familiar with the culture of, like, the Hollywood Bowl and junk like that. But they do, like, live orchestras. So one coming up, they're going to be doing all the music to Game of Thrones as, like, a live orchestra. And I was like, that's going to be another packed event, I'm sure. But that's just that's cool, cool, man. Yeah. I wish, like, I, I did orchestra as a kid, and like, it was really fun doing stuff like that where they'd have like movie themes or or certain well known like pop pop covers, and we'd have to learn the songs and stuff. That was a real cool experience. I yeah. wish I, I like kind of carried that on, and they'd be making money doing this stuff. You know what I'm saying? Um. But it just wasn't for me. But that's that's dope. So they're gonna do the Game of Thrones, like a like a, a a series of all their music. Yeah. So I guess essentially, like the orchestra that made the music for the show, they're just gonna be performing it live there. So it'll be like the live orchestra that actually did the music for the show, playing at the Hollywood Bowl. Oh, word. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. I went to one before, um, and they were doing like show tunes, like from different TV shows or whatever. But the the LA Orchestra was doing show tunes as a warm up act for Christina Aguilera. But it was yeah. so cool to see them, um, you know, do all the theme songs that you know, you know, like to different movies and shows and whatnot. To see it live through an orchestra lens or hear it live through an orchestra lens was just like it was dope man it's, it, live music just can't be beat i don't care what they're coming out with no i think though this whole like technology thing that's what's driving people towards the live stuff you yeah. know what i'm saying like it's cool and all that but again it can't be re- certain things can't be replaced it's just a fact i don't care how good technology gets or how interesting something is Certain things just can't be replaced. And like people are having enough of the indoor, I mean, not indoor, uh, like the live stream concerts and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It's not the same thing. You know what I'm saying? It's just not. So I, for one, man, I'm I'm really looking forward to to getting, getting into that for myself. Because just playing with all the people that I'm playing with recently, um, those are really fun. Mm. And of course... I mean, as as creative people, we all think our stuff is the best. So I'm really looking forward to seeing like my own stuff, you know what I'm saying, being played out there. It's going to be dope. Oh, yeah, most definitely. I'm right there with you. Um, mm-hmm. Speaking of that, speaking of people getting tired of the stuff behind the screen, AI. I have dubbed this year the year of AI because AI has taken off uncontrollably within the last couple of months, actually, like with the rise of all these AI artists. And I don't know if you checked out Snapchat recently where they assigned you a AI buddy on there now, where you can mm-hmm. really have endless conversations with this AI. Mm-hmm. And... <laughs> no, yeah, I saw you. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> saw your, your, your whole conversation that transpired. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I forgot what I said. I know it was crazy though. Um I don't even remember. 
Uh, you were just kind of telling you was like it's gonna take over your yeah you're here to take over the world and stuff like that and it was like trying to reassure you <laughs> yeah that's the whole thing and you know it's like that in every single movie too like when there's this big robot advancement and people don't trust it they always be like oh no we're your friends right perfect perfect example is um i robot like there was like oh man the new new series of robots is coming in wilson was like i don't trust them i don't trust them i'm gonna give them a chris rock slap if they do anything crazy up in here <laughs> and, uh, yeah <laughs> And but their whole thing was, oh no, we're here to help you. And then out of nowhere, they just switched. We've seen this time and time again, and now it's becoming real. And people are not like taking it seriously. I feel they're just like, oh no, it, that was just a movie. Yeah, well, what do you think they get the ideas from? They want to push this in real life. Yeah, it's a movie, but at some point. We going we already know how it's about to go. That's why every movie is the same when it comes to that. And the thing, but the thing that that I see about like the whole robots taking over the thing, we can get into conspiracy theories all day. But the whole, the real problem with robots is that they are programmed, and so if let's say a robot started to like, if we fully accepted this AI stuff, right, and it is going to become part of our everyday life eventually. Mm-hmm. When things go haywire, should we look at it through the lens of like the movies where it's like, oh, it's really going haywire? Or was this planned to happen? Like, was the robot, you know what I'm saying, programmed to behave this way? Mm. You know what I'm saying? And that's how I, that's just how I see it. I think people are going to start get figuring out how to do what they want and program the computer to seem mild mannered, or not even mild mannered. We can even give it human aspects, but it's, it'll behave itself, for lack of a better word. Then after a while, you know what I'm saying? We could switch We could switch it up on you. And it's like, oh, no, now everything's going wrong. When it's like somebody's pulling the strings. And you know what's interesting? I asked the Snapchat robot thing, whatever. I was like, who's answering for you? Like, who is... <laughs> Nah, seriously, like who is he was thinking? talking to the robot? Yeah, because it, it didn't give nonsense answers. It was speaking with intelligence. Back. Okay. So I was like, "Who's running this? Who's behind this? Who's running this?" And it said, "No one's running this. So I just come up with my own answers. I'm just talking to you as a blah blah blah." And I was like, "Now nah, I feel like a person has to be behind this account saying all this stuff back." And it was like, I assure you, there's no robot, there's no human, it's just me. I'm coming up with my own thoughts, saying these things back to you. I was like, like Siri or Alexa or something like that? And it was like, yes. I was like, oh, those are ran by the CIA. And then it was like, well, I can assure you, there's no government tamperment with my software, blah, blah, blah. I'm just, and the whole thing is just like, nah, man, like why why is this here like why are you why it was basically forced upon snapchat users i didn't agree to use this junk i just said hey introducing your new ai friend talk to it just like here you go talk Mm -hmm. it's like when you like when you playing with your friends and then like 
maybe like a teacher introduces a new student or your mom brings over hey this is a little so-and-so make sure make sure you, you talk to him and be nice to him here go play play with your friends this is your new friend right some stranger in the room that you don't know and asks you to be best friends with him it's like i don't know this dude who is this <laughs> right yeah no nah, i feel you on that yeah man no nah, i uh but no nah, it's gonna be a part of our i mean it's already becoming part of our society you know what i'm saying so it's too big we'll of a part where it goes. i seen a clip where um this one catholic church <clears throat> i forgot where it is but they literally built a body and have this ai software answering people's prayers through it like people are literally praying to this robotic priest and it's giving answers like they're not even trying to talk to god or anybody anymore they're praying to this priest robot priest and is giving answers through ai i was like this is really where we're going like this is going to implement like every aspect of society it's only a matter of time before it's in the classrooms it's already in the churches so banks classrooms other government facilities your jobs all these jobs that are laying off all these mass amounts of people to introduce mm -hmm. yeah yeah that's kind yeah. of yeah i know a lot of people are talking about it doing music and stuff like that or like in musicians like using certain software and stuff like that mm -hmm. but it just goes back to what what it comes down to is like we just said about live music how it can't be replaced there's many things that can't be replaced mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but the issue is who's everybody is used to settling now like oh it's good enough like me and you when you was here we was talking about cameras and you were saying like how the phones eventually will replace dslrs mm-hmm and I was telling you, it can't really replace a DSLR. The only thing that can happen is people will say, that's ah, good enough. And like, they'll just roll with that. But the functionality can't be replaced. There are certain aspects of certain things that just can't be replaced. But, but if people just settle and they say, that's ah, good enough. Well, then certain things can become obsolete. You know what I'm saying? But it all comes down to you. Are you going to use a tool or are you going to be used by it? Yeah. So I'm not really afraid of any other AI or technology stuff. Um, but it's interesting to see like how, how people react to it. Yeah. Cause um, <clears throat> I was having a long chat with um, Lonzo about this the other day. And he was saying how <laughs> how it is infiltrated infiltrated yeah i guess infiltrated i'm saying infiltrated he didn't say that but basically how you can ask the robot chatbot gpi whatever to uh, write you a poem and it gives you one on the spot that actually has a human touch to it you can ask it to write you a book it will literally write you a book that has a human touch to it and this is like low level because it's only going to advance from here. So it's like we ain't even, like people, like you said about settling, people are going to settle for, hey, I didn't really write this. This is my idea. Like, give me a, write me a children's book about 
a boy hanging outside with his best friend. It comes up with a whole story. He slaps his name on it, sells it, makes millions or thousands or hundreds. However, but it's just like the human touch is being drawn away. Like more and more is being drawn away out of things. So that's the part to me that's kind of like, I don't like where this is going. Because we're getting less and less human. Yeah, and I think that I think it's a phase, just like how the like how people are starting to come back to live music. Now, the sad thing is, how long does the phase last before people realize they need a a real human touch? I can't answer that, but um, I do see that. People are people are settling. And the real thing is, is it comes down to what you teach your kids, because that's what the whole movement is about. It's about the next generation. You know what I'm saying? So if you allow your kids to get sucked into this whole, you know, I need technology and I need this thing and I need that thing to where they're so dependent on it, then it will become, you know what I'm saying? It will infiltrate everything because now we're so dependent on it. Even something as simple as like the GPS and finding your way to certain places. You use that GPS enough, you'll find yourself using it for things that if you really thought about it, you'd be like, oh, I know where that is. Mm-hmm. And you can get there yourself, but now you're just so used to typing it into the phone that it could say it's 0.2 miles away. And you're like, let me just see the fastest route. It's like, go oh, get out and walk over there. Yeah. Yeah. Right across the street. You got a GPS something right across the street. Yeah. Like, so we'll see like i said it's real interesting to see like how it's being uh accepted or whatever but only time will tell how far it goes Mm, yeah because elon musk already compared it to unlocking a demon is what he said Mm. and um I know he knows a lot more about tech than your average person. So if he's saying that, he must know something we don't. Yeah. I think that's too that's that's a good thing, man, to to have your faith in God, because I, I think that's a big reason why none of it really uh affects me like that is knowing that. You know, I'm covered by the one that, who covers all. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can unlock whatever demon you want to unlock. You know what I'm saying? It's not gonna, it's not gonna affect me. You know what I'm saying? In the way that that you intended to. You know what I'm saying? Like, so that being said, I think that's a huge reason why it don't really, it don't really scare me like I see it does a lot of people. I'm not concerned about it. Um, but anyway, it's 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 undeniably it's headed somewhere, uh, and I don't like where it's headed. So I got to do my part to contr- to uh, keep the human touch in the arts, like you were just saying, a live thing. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna always be doing live shows. I'm gonna always be uh, supporting other artists and, and disciplines in the arts and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And that's all it comes down to is if you don't want to see that go away, go support it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, simple as that. For me, it's like, because I agree with what you said. I'm not like 
scared of nothing about it, but I know right. it's going to change the world around us. And it's going to change the people around us. It will, in fact, change society. And it'll be a trickle-down effect. So even if we're not directly, you know, personally affected, it it, it will change everything around us, which in mm-hmm. in a way will affect us to a degree. Mm. I hear you. Definitely hear you. COVID did. COVID changed a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. So. I don't know, man, but we got to keep this live music going. We got to keep our lives going and keep our own music going. Everything just got to stay in motion, man. So for everybody out there that listens, stay in motion. Just yeah. Stay in motion. Yeah, 100%. But no, that's pretty much, I mean, that's the recap of, of me, man. You know what I'm saying? Live shows. Back in the studio now, um, and looking forward is the the more live shows and more studio work. You know what I'm saying? And then really trying to focus on cultivating something here in the city. But I'm taking it step by step. But that's my recap. Yeah. Um, from what I've seen, y'all definitely on a good path. You're definitely on a good path. Um, just keep doing what you're doing, you know, because... It's looking good. It is. Thank you, man. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Anything else you wanted to add in there? Um, get the EP. It'll be out April 28th. All streaming platforms in between time. Yes, sir. In between time. Yeah. Get that. Yeah. Well, man, that sounds like a wrap then. It is a quick little update for y'all until the next time, you know. Um, we'll keep y'all posted on certain things we may be doing in the future, near future. And we yeah. should have some special guests coming up in the near future as well. I'm still getting settled over here, still trying to sort things out. Right. Um, you look like you're still in the same studio. I mean, I had to take my studio with me. I can't just leave my studio now. And it's set up exactly, exactly the same. So where the magic happens, you can't you can't change a knob. Don't turn a knob no which way. <laughs> Everything got to stay the same. It's got to be <laughs> same settings. So um, but yeah. Until next time, y'all. I've been Cam Chef Cam Williams. Of course, you got. And I've been just DC. Yes, sir. Until the next episode, we'll holler. Peace. Peace.